Welcome to our reality, everyone. I don't know why you're here, but I'm glad you are because tonight we're going to be going over the fourth eviction of Big Brother 22, Big Brother All-Stars. And once again, our, our hopes and dreams have been crushed in grand fashion up until the last second. We had our hope and then it was stripped from us. Uh, even though I didn't have my hopes too high, they still managed to get my hopes up just a little bit in that HOH comp. But we're going to go over everything that happened tonight in the fourth eviction episode uh, where Kaser was evicted for the fourth time in his Big Brother career on a vote of 10 to 0 sitting next to Christmas. And then we are going to talk about that horrifying HOH competition where Christmas came out victorious in the final round against Davon. <sighs> Whatever. We'll, we'll, we'll get into it. We have a lot to yell. We have a lot to cry about. Uh, <laughs> if you're not subscribed to the channel, as always, please subscribe. If you haven't liked this video yet, please do that because that helps us out a ton. If you want to catch us in the future, audio only on any podcast platform, feel free to do that. Um, if you want to join our Facebook group, that link is in the description below. We talk about Big Brother 24-7 there if you want to get hooked up with that. Um, but other than that, my name is Barrett, and joining me, as always, is the lovely Roxy Hotman. Roxy, how are you doing tonight? <laughs> Well, I was doing great until I watched Big Brother. Yeah, why do we? Why do we choose to cover this show? Like, if it's unrelentlessly I, I painful. It. Yeah, I mean, it's the worst show I've ever seen. I hate it. <laughs> of the shows we cover, this is my least favorite by far. Because um, <laughs> every time we want to love something, anytime we get excited for anything, it just it's gone. It's immediately gone. Right. And what did I say last night? And you're like, who do you want to win a HOH? And I'm like, Ian, for sure. He's out first. <sighs> My hopes and dreams are crushed. I can't deal with this. Not only was he out first, he was up against Kevin, the one of the other people that we would have been okay with winning this HOH. Uh, and it's, yeah. just, it's horrifying. And But... Uh, I guess I should also mention that we are live. The chat is open. Hello, everyone in the chat. Zingbots, Real Medical Nectar, Lee, uh, Donu, Official, Sean, um, Keaton, and Johnny. Uh, if you have no, anything I'm to say in the chat, please say it. Talkers. Yeah. There's like people who aren't talking. Well, you can talk if you want to, but if you don't want to talk, if you're shy, that's okay. It's, I understand. I'm going to need you to say something. I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, we're going to have to expose everyone that's not chatting tonight, much like Kaser exposed everyone in the house. <laughs> uh, even though he wasn't exactly correct, uh, it was good enough. Like, no, we'll, we'll but take... it's, it's fun because it's going to cause a problem. I mean, if, if banners and, and um, yellers cause problems, that's going to cause a problem. Right. And for those who haven't witnessed anything with the wall yeller or haven't heard about uh, the potential of a banner, which I'm still so confused by. I don't think there was a banner, but Kevin clearly said banner plane or. <laughs> it, or I know. So, but I mean, it's illegal. Well, I mean, it's not illegal, but maybe like they've done something where you can't do banner planes anymore but i heard it right. was like a like a drone or something yeah i, I don't, don't know, know what it is and now i'm being called out in chat because i totally didn't change the graphic or actually Streamlabs messed up the graphic that I already changed and it says that daniel's here when in fact you are not daniel roxy i hate to break it to you so i'm gonna have to update this real quick before <laughs> okay now daniel it, now is it's living you. life on the beach right now he's, he's at the is, water park where or the beach where which I'd is i'd rather be because at home watching Big Brother, that's not it. Nope. <laughs> uh, should should I start out the show on a high note at least and play Kaser's speech 
just mm-hmm. so like we can feel something good before we get into the bad. Yeah, let's do it. All right. Um, as I say that, here we go. Thanks, Julie. I just want to say I really love every one of you guys on a personal level. Uh, now, when it comes to gameplay and strategy, I think you guys all suck. Aww. Here's why. They said, "Oh." Cody and Nicole have been running this house since day one. And they have a secret alliance that's going to take them all the way to the end. Meanwhile, the guys have an alliance. Enzo, I already knew when we were talking with David and Tyler because it was obvious. And then the last alliance, of course, Danny and Nicole and Cody. Cody finds himself in this love triangle, but no one's willing to take a shot. So here I am sitting around on the block. So if you guys want to play the game, All Stars, or if you want to have a reunion and sit around and maybe play charades, then keep things the same. If you want to play All Stars, and keep me here. We'll continue to play. I hope I have your vote, Cody. Oh, you got it, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I love that he ends it with, I hope I have your vote, Cody. Like, <laughs> And with like the his version of the mic drop was him putting on his FBI hat, mm-hmm. uh, which is the most incredible thing that we could have yeah. had to end Kaser's Big Brother career. Uh, and also that speech compared with Christmas's little uh, poem that she read is I think the true, if you like, if you just need a, a couple minute recap of the difference between old school and new school, you just need to watch those two speeches and then you'll have your answer. Uh, <laughs> even though Kaser was not a hundred percent correct in his Alliance charting, he did a good enough job to cause yeah. some stuff in the house. And I think my favorite payoff from that, and it allowed Kevin to like, kind of cover himself in the HOH competition is when uh, Kevin won the first round against Ian and then he picked Nicole and Cody. He was just like, I'm just weirded out. Like (laughs) Nicole, Cody, you guys are up. Um, Yeah. Well, and I don't, I don't know. I hate this show. I hate it. (laughs) That's going to be our buzzword for the next hour and however many minutes is that we hate this show. Like what, what are we doing to ourselves? It's just, well, it, Here's what I have to say about the difference between those um, speeches. Christmas sucks, and (laughs) Kaser's the king, and you know what? I'd way rather see old school top players because at least Kaser went down swinging, and he wasn't like, let's hold hands and kumbaya and and have marshmallows over the roast, like over the fire. Um, he went down and still throwing punches, even knowing he was going to go home. He still threw punches on the way out the door. And I like strive to be that level of petty. I do. I would, I would do the same thing. I'd be like, you know, middle finger in the air. See you later. Like, no. Right. And I love that. Yeah, Christmas is, I mean, we've said it since she was casted on the show. She is the worst. One of the worst, like if if David was not on this cast, I feel like we would take all of our making fun of David and apply it to Christmas in some fashion. But then again, Christmas isn't playing the worst game. And in fact, she was She's playing a good enough it. game to the point where she did not w- need to win this HOH. And I'm not even sure she tried that much, to be completely honest. Uh, well, does she try anything very much, to be honest? She's I mean, good, oh, she rats out all the info she gets. She's very good at that. Yes. I mean, I'm sorry. She is playing decently, and I'm letting my emotions 
cloud what I think right now, and I shouldn't do that, but oh, God, I'm so bitter right now. I know. I hate life. Well, it shows how the season is going because you just said, you know, Kaser is the king and Christmas sucks, but yet Kaser just got evicted and Christmas won HOH. If that's I not mean, just Big Brother 22 in a nutshell. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Real Medical Nectar is saying Christmas didn't press a button the whole time. Uh, that's why I'm saying she she did not. I don't think she really wanted to win this, but she didn't get picked in that competition until there was four people left. Her mm -hmm. and she she didn't she faced off against Tyler when there was just her Tyler Memphis and Davon left in the. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So the only there was only three to choose from. It was uh, Tyler Christmas and and Day uh, sitting there, and Memphis picked Tyler and. Christmas. I, I think it was. Or day. I think Davon picked Tyler and Christmas. Uh, I don't know because Memphis had picked. I don't know Dave what happened. And, uh, it was. I, I have it all listed out. Just a second. I freaking watched it and I don't know what happened. I'm like heaven. Like I'm so confused. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> we're gonna go. I don't in, even remember. We're gonna go inverted pyramid on this podcast. We're gonna start out with the most important stuff and then backtrack from there. Uh, so I went Ian versus <laughs> Kevin. Ian lost. Kevin chooses Nicole and Cody. Cody wins. Uh, Kevin and Day face off. Day wins. Then Day picks Cody and Memphis. Memphis wins. Memphis picks Danny and David. Danny wins. Danny picks Bailey and Davon. Shocker! Davon wins. <laughs> Danny, or, or wait, Davon picks Danny and Memphis. Memphis wins. Memphis picks Tyler and Davon. Davon wins. Davon mm -hmm. picks Christmas and Memphis. Uh, so Christmas faced off against Memphis first. Memphis, wait, I'm sorry. Yeah, wait, no. Blah, 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 blah. Um, wait, no, I'm getting this wrong. Davon picks Christmas in Memphis. Christmas wins. Uh, and then Christmas picks Dave. Wait, no. And then it's Davon versus Christmas. I think I got that right. <laughs> I was watching it and like pacing around my house and also trying to type this at the same time. So if I got that wrong, I think BB uh, Daily also tweeted it. So they have a way more accurate reputation than I do. So. Yeah, I, t I told you and Daniel this earlier. I was in the living room yelling at the TV, um, and so my daughter's name is Layton, and a lot of times when I say her name, I'll just say Layton, like that, yeah. and so I'm in the living room, and I'm yelling at the screen, and I'm going, come on, Davon, come on, Davon. Layton came in the living room, and she goes, did you call me? And <laughs> as, she came, as she came in, I was going, I was like yelling at the screen, more, more, more. <laughs> I'm like, what? No, I didn't call you. I'm saying Davon, not Layton. <laughs> oh God, what a mess. Um, Wandering Ivis in chat is saying TVH is probably not great for Christmas's game to win HOH right now. I agree because her game right yeah. now has been so far to play both sides as much as possible. And she's done that on overdrive essentially. Um, she's done a good job. I just. <sighs> she's done a good job, but uh, this week is going to do something different for her because she has brought info to Bay ba Day. I almost said uh, Bay Vaughn, uh, even though I've already said <laughs> daily so many times, uh, which are two very good alliance names if they really want to incorporate it. Uh, she's brought info to them and she's brought info to Danny. She's brought a lot of info to Danny this week, uh, which is why Danny kind of knew that if Bailey or Dave Vaughn were to win this HOH, she was probably going to go up on the block. Uh, and that of course incorporated itself into the HOH competition. So, um, 
I don't I don't know where Christmas goes from here. I don't know who she trusts more. Obviously, she's good with Enzo. She's good with Tyler, but she's just good with everyone. But I I I always feel like her and Tyler's relationship has been towards the top of her list. So she's going to have to take input from all of these people that she probably doesn't have a lot of loyalty to for half of them. Uh, so I don't know where she's going to go from here. And she's not in the Slick Sex Alliance, uh, that BS alliance that is probably done now. Uh, they're, have, they're, those people are having fake meetings and real meetings. and. <laughs> You had you had Tyler prepping Bailey and Dave on for the fake meeting that they were going to have as the Slick Six later on that night. Just saying, whatever you do, just say Target Memphis. I don't care. Like, uh, like just say yeah. you're going to Target Memphis. Yeah, and it's not real because, you know, they couldn't invite Danny to the real meeting because that would have been super awkward because it was basically a bash Danny session. Right. Yeah, they had another meeting bes with everyone besides Danny in the Slick Six, which is the... Is there a, a Slick synonym that, has, that starts with an F uh, that we can call them? Uh, I don't know. Slick synonyms. I mean, uh, I don't want to call them Fab Five because I don't believe they're Fab. So these are also these are also gross sounding. The 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 oiled five. The, <laughs> the, the it's all gross. The greasy Glossy, five. The <laughs> the greasy gang. Let's call them the greasy gang. Uh, with the slick six yes. minus Danny is the greasy it's gang. The greasy gang, <laughs> yes. Yeah, uh, so, I concur. So I just don't know. I don't see Christmas actively going after Danny. But then again, does Christmas, Christmas in power? What is this going to be like? Is she going to play her own game, or is she going to try to play Enzo and Tyler's game, or is she going to try to play uh, Bailey and Davon's game? Is she going to be strung into, uh, like the slick six so that she'll target like a? I don't. I don't. I just don't know who she'll target. I really don't know. I mean, honestly, I don't know what she's going to do either. And I think that this power that Julie, Joke and Julie announced at the end of um, the episode is going to play a part in it. I mean, we're getting down to the point where Christmas is going to probably have to show her cards at least a little bit because she's going to have to contend with not only the power, but also with uh, veto possibilities I mean, she doesn't have a lot of choices considering she's basically allied with the entire house. Or, I mean, not really, but the house thinks she is. So something, she doesn't have enough people to play it off like as and keep her allies fake or real. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. So are, there aren't enough leftovers. Yeah, exactly. Because they've gotten rid of all the leftovers. Uh, mm -hmm. It's also going to be interesting to see how uh, Ian's antics in the past couple of days are going to play out because Ian's uh, conversations have now spread uh, to all of the people that he wishes they did not spread to. And if I can oh, just I know he's on the hit list. Absolutely. Uh, because we saw a couple of days ago, Ian telling Kaser, you know, that Danny and Nicole are trying to get him to go after Bailey and Dave Vaughn. Uh, Kaser went to ba Bailey with that information. Bailey went to Cody with that information. Cody went to Nicole uh, and they all kind of agreed with Memphis in the room that Ian needs to go. Like Nicole even said it, Ian's got to go. Uh, which I, I don't think Nicole has a great reason to keep Ian anymore. Uh, if she knew everything that we but knew, absolutely she wouldn't. Winners. We're, we can only win against each other. That's out the window as well. Like I, I'm interested to see what alliances are still going to be real after this week. Um, because 
the the committee is that he, that i don't know i don't know how that hasn't been real for like at least a week and a half uh at least mine like memphis hasn't been a part of anything uh you, memphis was killing me to uh, like he looked tonight like he left the hanger in his suit coat he was so stiff he was like yeah he was too afraid to have any sudden movements towards that button or his back was gonna seize uh, yeah he was like there's no paint guns out here right right any confirmation i, 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 like, I, I right? he's looking up off the roof like <laughs> paint guns any paint guns any snipers with paint guns up there because look i don't mind the paint but the noise back sees I wish just like in between episodes, even though we've seen him on the feeds, I wish just in between episodes, Memphis's back injury had gotten increasingly worse to the point where tonight he was just on a gurney while everyone else was sitting on the couch ready for the vote. And then he was just... You know that's Christmas's, uh, you know, like home turf being on a gurney. Like that's her thing. Oh, what what happened to her? Well, you know what? Something about her foot. I can't can't really pinpoint. I don't know. Uh, she something. keeps bringing up something about her. Like, does she have gout? Is that what it is? Does she have gout? Something happened. <laughs> yeah. Maybe a childhood injury. I don't know. Uh, I really don't. Just joking. Joking, yeah, Julie. Not, we know things. not heard the full story, so I don't know. <laughs> we haven't heard the full story 50 times, at least, on feeds no, every Memphis day. is like, he's like leaning on the podium. Like, after he, like he walks stiff back up the stairs. <laughs> and then he, he like leans on the podium, like trying to take the pressure off his back. And I, I mean, I hate it for him. I really do. Cause there's nothing worse than back pain, but it's just funny to watch. Like he looked like, he looked like he had like a metal rod, like holding him up or something. <laughs> like, I don't know. It He's got so a full crazy. on back brace on. Yeah. Wandering Ivis says uh, she thinks that uh, Christmas broke her foot. I mean, maybe. Uh, maybe that happened. I, we got to quit doing this. Uh, people are going to think we're even bigger dumbasses than they already do think we are. Uh, I know. Somebody, <laughs> Ibis said she broke her foot. I think. I hope you. I don't know if you're joking or not. I think. No, you I are. think. I think. I think they're joking just as much as we're joking. Jill and Julie. I hope so. Yeah, I do know she broke her foot because she's told me like a <laughs> hundred million times. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Um, other things in this episode that I need to bring up. Just a quick recap, I guess. Um, we 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 got the hint that this new Big Brother basement was going to be revealed at the end of the episode, and I guess we can talk a little bit about that. Uh, I'm assuming it's going to work the same way. Actually, I don't know. You think it'll work the same way as the safety suite, where they can only go in there once, uh, and then they can't go in there again, or do you think it's uh, going to be more like a roadkill where everyone competes, you have one winner? Uh, who gets the power I, I don't know why i just excluded roadkill like or included roadkill because it's literally every comp from the past three years uh that they've done for a sunday episode but what do you what do you what do you think i mean honestly that's a, a good point that you bring up and i kind of think at first i was like no it's gonna be like safety suite only one time but then i was like well you know what they did that last time so they may do it more like everybody competes this time or maybe like um i guess that was last season when you had to pick like the categories you know and you only got to play when that one came up maybe something like that i don't know or maybe what if since it's dark what if they just throw everyone in there at the same time and then only one person <laughs> they have to like search for something and then the first person <laughs> defines it <laughs> Uh, is the winner that would be interesting <laughs> can you imagine and all... david finds it because he's been practicing Redemption. crawling around in the dark yes yes, yes. 
Yeah, that's the only thing from Big Brother that he practiced for because that's the only thing from Big Brother that he knows from last season is that right. you might have to crawl in the dark and look for something. So at home, much like the jungle gym that I've built in my backyard to practice the, that veto comp with the ropes, David has constructed one of those big dark boxes that they use on Big Brother, and he just goes out there and crawls around and he practices. So he's going to win. Yeah, they definitely think we're idiots. <laughs> <laughs> Regardless, uh, I, I don't know if like them not having have nots this week has anything to do with the room since they're right next to each other, kind of locate like location wise in the house. Like I don't know, uh, <laughs> or if they're just trying to omit any have or if they're just trying to give them a break. I don't know. But there was so much talks on the feeds today about you know Danny not wanting to have to pick David uh, for you know being a have not because she's gonna or he's gonna think she's mean. Don't worry, David already thinks you're mean, Danny. Don't Everyone. worry, America already thinks you're mean unless they're on Facebook. The Facebook land, they don't think Danny's mean. Yeah, everyone on everyone on Facebook right now is like, ah, case or speech. Everything about it was just, uh, you know. Uh, word about him until now, disrespectful and tasteless. I vote to evict Kaser. Disrespectful, tasteless. Uh. <laughs> she looked beautiful tonight, though. I loved her outfit and her shoes were. Ugh. I loved the whole look. And then she spoke, and I was like, and it pains me to say it. It really does. I've been a Danny fan for so long. And I said it last night. I don't think she's that different. I just think she's playing from the top rather than the bottom. And she went after the people that we love. And we're all biased and, you know, unforgiving people. We're human. And we're all, like, being overly emotional about it. And so we're like, Danny. So I'm so mad at her. She looked beautiful, though. Uh, one, one more time for good measure. Bad word about him until now. Disrespectful and tasteless. I vote to evict Kaser. <laughs> oh, God. <Whew. laughs> oh, God. I, I mean, don't. that's so not nice. Ugh. Yeah, I... <sighs> That's 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 when the episode started. Like the episode was at its peak after that speech. It really was, uh, because we got to see Pouty Danny and we got to see Pouty Cody. Uh, oh my God, Cody is such a baby. I don't know if I can find the clip of Cody, but essentially what he said was, "Oh, you know, kick a free jury, the caser. I vote to evict caser." That was well. You know what? He can't think clearly because the waistband of his leggings or tights, whatever he's wearing are cutting off the circulation. And yeah. so he's just not getting full blood flow up, you know, stairs. And so he, why is he, he is a literally a grown man. <laughs> I said this before the show. He is a grown man. I mean, technically, and he is wearing leggings and elfin looking shoes on national television. I already don't trust him. I can't trust him to put on a pair of real pants. So I definitely wouldn't trust him in the game. He would throw that outfit on and I'd be like, our alliance is over because you are a man wearing leggings for attire. You're not going to the gym right now. What are you doing? Stop it. Ugh. I'm just kidding. I really didn't hate his outfit, but I was <laughs> mad at 
I met at Cody. I really, I really did think that he, that I liked his outfit actually. But him, him and him and Ian are the same age. If you need a comparison, uh, and and David, I think is also twenty nine uh, or thirty. David's thirty, I think. Whatever. I, I'm not David's one at to the guess. Kids table, right? Isn't that what Memphis said? Grandpa said that. Yeah, yeah. I'm <laughs> yes. just kidding. I don't think that. And I don't hate Cody's leggings, but that is, I that is the I'm wild mad at him. That is the wild stat, though. Memphis is only seven years older than David. That's, <laughs> isn't that weird? In what? Dog years? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> he is. No way. I yes. feel like, you know what? I feel like Memphis's restaurants, they've got to be some sort of front for time travel. And he has, like, he has messed up the whole space-time continuum somehow because he it has caused him to age in a dramatic fashion by comparison there is no way david david look at memphis that's you in seven years what no it is not there's <laughs> nobody that age looks like that that's crazy talk oh man you stop that uh, let's, let's go over more about the episode tonight. Um, <laughs> of course we start out this episode with Kaser knowing that by Christmas going up that they want him out. Duh. Um, Kaser has this conversation with Memphis and Kaser asks, uh, Memphis if he's just going to let this four person group keep running the house and Memphis the whole time is just like, what are you talking about? There's no four Kaser. Like there's no group of four. And meanwhile, he's got this, uh, DR where he's like, yeah, Okay, so there is a four because I kind of created this alliance uh, of four people. And so stop. I don't know that it's fake. No <laughs> one told me. <laughs> yeah, what's the more fake alliance now? The Slick Six or the committee? They're all fake. Look, I don't believe anybody in that house has an alliance other than Nicole, Cody, and Danny. Period. I don't think anybody. Well, maybe Enzo and, and Tyler. I, I don't think anybody else is real. I don't. Enzo, I Cody, think- and Tyler is now known as Triple Threat. Uh, I will, I will say <laughs> yes. that it is official. Um, and but I should not the Triple Threat. No. We discussed this last night. No, fun fact. How uh, dare they? <laughs> fun fact: Roxy's nephew, uh, nephew, right? I'm trying to get relation down. I mean, sure. Okay. It, it, he's te- it's a weird situation. He's technically my cousin. That's but, what I thought, but I was like. But, no. <sighs> nephew works okay they are the the familial relationship is is a little bit messy but yes it, he we are related and he is a founding member of the actual yeah. triple threat who appeared on america's got talent several years ago and should have won but did not Ugh, so talented um yeah, the real triple threat. <laughs> I have to play the I have to play the clip real quick so people can understand that this triple, triple threat, threat now now is not the real triple threat. Uh, yeah, they're I, fake. I don't know how cropped that's going to be. It's it's just YouTube. I'm Caleb and I'm Tyler and we're a singing group from Benton, Arkansas. Together we are Triple, triple threat. threat. I mean, copyright claim them. I, I mean, <laughs> come yeah. on, ridiculous. They can't do it. Uh, Look at Will, so cute on there. What a little doll. Anyway, <laughs> Tyler, Enzo, Cody now officially have a name. 
even though I, I, I still think Cody is a little apprehensive about Tyler to some degree. And Enzo seems to be more okay with Tyler than Cody to some degree, uh, which is another interesting thing. You know, we're seeing... Well, it's because of Nicole and, and it's because of Cody's resistance mm-hmm. to go after or to be fully on board with the, you know, I, I hate Danny and I hate Nicole you know train like cody's like "Mm, no like i don't think we should do that and that makes enzo it's like cody is the mat for enzo's brigade too like he's like "Mm -mm, cody's got to go first out of us because he's getting too close and and that's why he felt about matt and it's ultimately matt's demise but um I, i do think enzo likes tyler better and it is solely based on that it's, is it solely based on that, or is it a little bit based in uh, what the wall yeller might have had to say this week? That Enzo suddenly like, hmm, maybe Cody is not exactly working with me more than anyone else in the house. Well, I mean, it could be, but he, I think it was the nail in the coffin, because, but he already was kind of like not feeling the well, this is gonna sound terrible he was already not feeling the girls you know right um, <laughs> I, don't, I, I, I know what you mean figuratively. and um and well, anyway um don't go there stop <laughs> i stopped myself thank you anyway <laughs> it's a family show <laughs> not really no, it's not. um so i do think that he felt it a little bit anyway, but the wall yelling and perhaps banner drone, I almost said droid. <laughs> what? Star Wars? <laughs> then, they said a droid into the backyard that said Nicole is a liar. I guess that would just be Zingbot at that point, but uh, <laughs> you get you get my sentiment. Yes. Um, yeah, I... <sighs> I just don't know where this dynamic leads, especially this week, because Tyler and Enzo are both very good with Christmas. But the thing is, Danny and Nicole are also very good with Christmas. They've spent a lot. Their biggest pastime this week has been, you know, talking crap about Bailey and Davon and how, you know, Janelle uh, didn't give those clothes to Bailey. In fact, Bailey stole those clothes from Janelle, which is like the most bombastic theory I have ever heard. Uh, <laughs> bombastic. Sorry. That's all I could think of too. Um, mm-hmm. And I just don't know where it leads. Like who is Christmas being truthful with? And I, I, I feel like she's going to try to play the middle. She's going to try to pull another Enzo HOH and just say, you know what, David, you can go up on the block and let's just say who would sit up next to David in that scenario, like Kevin, but she's good with Kevin too. So I don't, I don't really don't know. Um, she, she might throw Bailey up there. I don't know. I really don't know. I think whoever her actual target is will be a backdoor situation. Okay. It's I just, it's just like until these feeds come back on and whenever, like whenever they do, cause now it's like, okay, we're mm-hmm. going to wait until the West coast to put the feeds back on, but uh, whatever. Yeah. Why are they doing that this year? I don't They've know. Not done that before. It's annoying. Uh, Real medical nectar in chat says will zingbot be wearing a mask this season uh excellent question i oh, mean jacob says all- ian and david that's okay i don't know why i left ian out of the scenario i think ian is definitely a plausible target because well yeah he's being targeted big yeah. time because big time tyler told ian a little bit earlier today even they had this little talk 
Uh, and Ian's like, if you just hear my name, can you just like let me know? Or is there any like smooth saying that you can do um, uh, to try to keep me off the block? And Tyler's like, I don't think you're, I haven't heard your name from anyone. But if I hear anything, I can let well, you know. We can have this insurance policy is what they kind of coined it as uh, where Tyler will at least warn Ian if anything's happening. Uh, so that's a good um, point, Jay Jobs. I could see Ian and David going on the block. Uh, that's true. Um, Jay Jobs also says, well, Christmas told Danny that she would nominate Bay Day. And that's true. But as Barrett and I were saying before the podcast started, you know, depend or maybe it was after. I don't know. Depending on who Christmas is talking to. She changes her target. She, yeah. Yeah. What she says she's going to do is different. And so, I, like, therefore, I'm just like what are you doing Christmas? I mean, I say that anyway, but, um, what a cluster. But, I don't know. But you have to think Christmas is closest allies. I think realistically Tyler, Tyler and probably and, Enzo. Enzo. That's what I would say. So, which makes me a little bit more positive to the fact that she probably will avoid doing that. And J jobs is having some great comments saying Tyler will have an impact. I think Tyler will absolutely have an impact on Christmas's mm -hmm. decisions because Tyler's going to do whatever he can to try to keep Bailey off the block for sure. Uh, mm -hmm. with Dave on, I think he'll push a little bit, but there's only so much he can push. But then mm -hmm. again, I, I don't know. This is, this is really going to be a weird week or a weird couple of days. Cause we're going to have this new competition a new power of sorts with whoever wins this competition. And, and will they be able to save another person the way you could in safety suite, which would mean that she's, I mean, Christmas is already like the pool of people that she can get rid of is already very small. I mean, without exposing herself to the people she's been, you know, lying to. She's, I just don't think there's any way around it for her this, this time. But, um, you know, so she's already got to contend with the power and with veto. But if it, what if you can also save another person? So now you've got that could potentially take three people out of the pool for her. And if that happens, like, let's say, let's say Ian and Davon and who's somebody that she might be OK with getting rid of other than those two. Kevin, Kevin, Ian. Well, no, I don't know. I don't think Kevin is in the the pool for her. David, David, and Ian. I think are the two people. That okay, she well, would... let's say those three have a safety of some sort this week. Then what does she do? <laughs> oh. I mean, that's never gonna happen. That's never gonna happen. But let's pretend for a second that things go the way that you know the world would like. Um. Well, who does she put up then? Uh. I don't know. Danny? Does Maybe she go Danny. Ahead and take the shot? I don't know. I sure hope not. Uh, shut up, Jake. You're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you're right. I'm going to add Jake as the moderator. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Did you delete his message? Yes. Why? Because he was being an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Ishmael, uh, I like Ishmael's comment. She's, uh, Ishmael is saying Christmas literally breathed and became HOH. But I, I can say, Ishmael, that this is not the first, so true. this is not the first time that Christmas has breathed and became HOH before. If you remember back, she won a running competition on a broken foot. Uh, so is the, no, she didn't. Well, that, that's what I'm saying. That's how she literally breathed and became HOH. She just yes. kind of sat there, uh, and they did it for her. Um, but I mean, it's crazy. 
Yeah. I, this this season is so unfortunate. Um, and I, I keep thinking it's going to get better, but a Christmas HOH was the last thing that we needed in order to get some sort of uh, momentum towards it getting better. And the fact that, okay, so in a random draw, we have two people to start the HOH that we don't want them up there to start. Why did rigged? Just kidding, but I hate it. <sighs> it Roxy, maybe one of these weeks soon, uh, we will have something that we enjoy. Uh, but right now, Big Brother is not something we enjoy. Uh, but what we can enjoy, uh, actually, no, I don't even know if we can enjoy this anymore. I was going to say the most enjoying thing about this week and most enjoyful enjoy joyful enjoyful enjoy enjoyful enjoyful i've I've made a new word um the the most enjoyful i will term it now uh thing about this week was watching ian try to get something for me or at least try to get people's heads uh spinning in the right direction but even that uh is probably going to be for not because i could easily see this week turning into let's just get ian out right now kind of week and then yet again, the person that has the revelation, even though it was kind of inspired by someone yelling over the wall, even if a person has this revelation, um, we're going to see them go right out of the house. And I could easily see that being this kind of week. Or we're going to see this be another week where the person that almost wins HOH, uh, two weeks ago we had to be Janelle, who barely lost to Tyler. Last week we had Kaser barely lose to Enzo. This week we had Davon barely lose to Christmas. Are we going to have a third week in a row where the person who almost wins HOH goes right they out go the door? Yeah. I don't know. I know. I thought that too. I was like, this doesn't bode well for her. Yeah, Job said Ian choked in the comp. He did because, I mean, he's been like big talk, like yes. he's going to shake things up. And then first, he goes out first. First what? question. He didn't even get beat to the punch. He hits the he hit the wrong button. Uh, <sighs> and Ishmael says, I think David threw it. I don't think so. I think David's just very bad uh what? He, he claims to have a 187 IQ. A 187? First of all, that's the code for murder. And second of all, um, Einstein's IQ was like, what, 163 or something like that? Definitely not 187. <laughs> David, you do not have a 187. You stop it. Somebody tell David that those internet um, IQ tests, those aren't real. Did you see? Those are not accurate. Did you see David um, just define what a floater was uh, earlier this week? Uh, I don't think I saw that. Just a second. Let me find it. Because the person who runs his Twitter um, is hilarious. It. Yes. I, I don't want David to go home because I want whoever's running his Twitter to run it forever. Uh, it's... It, it, and they're great because uh, not just because of their tweets, but because they're like almost self-deprecating to David in a large way, like borderline making fun of him, which is perfect to me. Like <laughs> uh, that's exactly who should run your Twitter account. Someone who is actually going to actively make fun of you for the things that you do in the game. Uh, like that has to per like this has to be David's best friend who is like perfectly okay with just calling him out on stuff as well, uh, which is something we don't usually see with people who run others' Twitters. Um, but okay so david was saying to bailey yesterday um 
I wouldn't say that Christmas is recruitable because she is in such a good spot that whatever side she went to, she could easily throw aside what whenever she wanted. Ultimately, she would align with the side she thought was stronger. David just defined what being a floater was. <laughs> so it's proven that even if you don't know about the game, you can still figure out how people play the game. Who would have thought? I mean, who knew? Like, this is brand new information. <laughs> can I also point out uh, the, the, like, collage of faces that Kaser created on his way out by awkwardly hugging, like, Nicole and Danny and Cody? Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nicole's was, was perfect. Everyone is making, like, a, I think everyone's favorite caption is uh, when he found out Kaser was uninvited from her wedding. Uh, Danny, we already saw enough of Danny tonight. Cody's face when <laughs> I think that's what Kaser said he was in a love triangle. Uh, yeah, that's exactly the face he made, and I, that was so funny to me. <laughs> yeah, because you know that now. So on on Cody's original season, there was the whole um, like with Christine Varner where america was like she's a married woman and she's pawing on him which i mean get over it america uh, and but um so he was like involved in that scandal and so now caser said that on national tv and you know that's got to play into um well and in danny's original season the guy she was like engaged to married to she you know she received the key to nick heart on her original season do you remember that but it was actually the key to his luggage do you remember yes was so I, funny. I vaguely remember this <laughs> he's like i'm giving you the key to my heart it's actually the key to my suitcase but <laughs> so there was like some controversy over that and so now this has been said so you know they're like gonna like that's gonna that's a head game right there and i think it's hilarious <laughs> they're like what is america saying they're like going to have to distance themselves. This is why Cody's going to get rid of Danielle now. Yes. I would, that would be perfect for me. Like if Cody genuinely just wants to turn on everyone that we don't exactly like in this game, I'm also trying to figure out what's going on in the chat, Roxy. Don't don't worry. Um uh but oh, I'm not. Let me look at chat. Oh my gosh. It's very very active. H Elitus is a very passionate fan. Uh <laughs> But uh should I should I go to the I'm going to transition to the Joke and Julie segment of tonight's episode. Oh, my God. Uh, which was, like, it... It. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about it. Like, I think it's funny, but also it was just kind of unfortunate that it happened. Um, but, of course, I don't have it actually pulled up. I thought I did. Uh, but... <sighs> Julie with... Uh, okay, now I have it. I have to learn to narrate and look Kaser's for videos like, can actively. I take my mask off? <laughs> no, no. Don't you dare. Uh, but don't ruin the show. <laughs> Julie asked him, you know, if he really came back for the money or if he came back to kind of spread these messages in case it was just like, I really didn't come back for the money. I know production's going to hate me, but I came back to kind of spread goodwill and uh, have these conversations that we need to have in this country and everything. And then Julie was like, and that's why Kaser 
America voted you or the public voted you back in. And for a second, he was like, wait, what? And then she was like, just joking. Just joking. I mean, 15 years ago, a decade and a half ago. Not now. You're not going back in. I already told you about all these alliances. Joking Julie strikes again. I think this is the part, though. Ah, it's going to do this to me again. Not again. <laughs> the chat has voted to evict elitist. I'm sorry, elitist. <laughs> I have to evict you. Why? <laughs> I'm not. I'm, I'm actually not looking at chat right now. Let me go back. Let I me like. Look at chat. I like this idea though that uh, our chat can evict people as they wish. That's hilarious. <laughs> um. <laughs> okay, maybe this will work. Okay, sir. That is exactly why the public voted you back in oh my 15 God. years ago. Back then, back then. Oh. <laughs> she said, oh my gosh, 15 years ago. Um, I know. Bless, uh, poor Kaser. I wish that we had gotten to voting back in. That, why can't we have that twist, CBS? I mean, there was a glimmer of hope when Julie first brought up the basement at the beginning of the episode that, I was, that it was like, oh, so this is going to be it. Production is actually going to... Listen to the fans. We're actually going to have one of Kaser or Janelle stay in the game by production force. Uh, but I wish. I know. It, I feel like most of this podcast has been me sighing and you being like, as well. Um, I know. I feel like Marty from Rhode Island that, that left us our voicemail. Yes. Guys, we have a voicemail. I told you now that I remembered we have it. I'm going to be like, Every podcast, I need you to call the phone number for the voicemail and leave us a message. It is my birthday month. <laughs> and Barrett's too, but he, who cares? I'm just right, kidding. yeah. You don't, no one needs to know my birthday month. No one needs to know what my birthday is. Uh, it's in September. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you, you can, uh, guys, uh, you can always feel free to call us uh, on our voicemail hotline and leave us any message you want. And we'll be happy to play it if you want to. The number is 501-436-9358. And I probably said that super fast again, and I'll copy and paste it into the chat as we speak. Uh, but if you just ever want to call, spread your thoughts, spread good cheer. Um, we will gladly play it on the podcast, um, because it's nice to hear all of your lovely voices. Uh, and that's our mid podcast plug. Actually, we're, we're further than midway through, but oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, another thing that we can talk about with this Julie Kaser interview uh, was him finding out that I guess every week is just going to be we're going to put that photo of the six alliance members up on the screen for everyone. Uh, they have that down packed. Like that PowerPoint presentation is solid. Uh, but Kaser probably gave the most surprised reaction specifically to Memphis. One, that Memphis was a part of it, but then when Julie brought up that Memphis not only was a part of it, but he created it, he was super shocked at that point. Um, I, I guess I can find that as well. Uh, why couldn't I, you know? I mean, I feel like you can. It is the internet. <laughs> the internet That's is in front works. of me. Uh it's the interwebs. <laughs> um, well, I thought Zing I could quickly. Pisces. I saw Zingbot. Was it Zingbots or J Jobs that was calling me out earlier saying I was flexing about my IQ? <laughs> Somebody in chat was like, my IQ is one, I think they said 22. And I said mine's 138. <laughs> it is. 
Sure, sure, sure. Whatever. Uh, um, clip away. To the Otis Gamma test, which was um, administered in the psych office and is accepted. You sound like Mensa. Nicole reminding everyone she's a winner. Okay, stop it. I'm a winner. Are working together. Cody, Tyler, Nicole F., and Danny. First of all, you and Janelle were right. Yeah. However, there are two others working with them, Christmas and Memphis. Oh, man. How much does that shock you that Memphis, who you, you went to Memphis saying, hey, I think these four people are working together. And he's thinking, mm-hmm, you're right, because I'm with them. What are your thoughts? Man, they, they got me. Uh, I didn't see that one coming. That was really and good. P.S., he created that alliance. Wow. <laughs> wow. That is a shocker. No wonder he uh, kept saying. Shocker. Uh... Yeah, unfortunate and a, an unfortunate follow-up to Janelle last week after getting evicted, saying, oh, no, I'm worried. Uh, he's going to tell Memphis everything, exactly what happened. Uh, even though Kaser was, I think, going to go home regardless, there was nothing really he could do to save himself. That's been no. uh, Which is really bad for the people remaining in the house, uh, most notably Christmas, because cause now she doesn't have someone that she can just throw on the block at her will besides David or mm -hmm. even Ian, like we already talked about, to a degree. Uh, she doesn't have that person, uh, which would have been very useful. But then again, if Kaser didn't go home, that means Christmas would have gone home, which means my sentences in the last 30 seconds mean nothing. Uh, but typically <laughs> they don't anyway. <sighs> Jesse is saying in chat, OMG, I just thought of something. David and Miss <laughs> Mensa Raven should date. What a match made in heaven. I'm <laughs> I was actually reading that at the same time and I'm like, why would you do that to David? <laughs> David would need hourly prayers at that point. Uh, <laughs> I mean that is funny, but I like David. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like why would we do that to David? That's hilarious, though. Honestly, um, any what else in the episode? Like you want Well, I want to talk. Also, this is Kaser related. Um, his like when he was just talking. You know, we, we touched on it a little bit at the beginning, but when he was talking about um, just what the show was meant to him and 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 what it means now and like why he came back. Like, do you have all of that? Because I'm telling you. I, all, I almost, I didn't cry, but I almost cried. I was like, oh, okay, sir. This is why we love you. Yeah, let me. He's the king. Let me try to play that. I feel like we're working backwards in this <laughs> case or interview. Look, there's no organization going on in this podcast because I took my AD medicine at like 5 a.m. this morning. It is long worn off. I don't know. <laughs> All right. I'm I, sorry. I'm just going to go ahead and play it from here and hope that this is remotely the right spot. Did you come back to try and create change in the world with deep oh, conversations spot. like that? Because oh, we aired them. You know, with a heavy heart, I have to tell you, um, I know <laughs> production is going to kill me, but I, I didn't come back for the money. I didn't. Um, I came back because Big, Big, Big Brother was Big a platform brother. that changed my life the first time around 15 years ago. And I felt as though it was, it was 
It was bigger than the. It money. was so much more. It was it was part of like it was it was a call to duty to come back to to make a difference, and I just was not duty? okay with. You know, I'm a father now, and I'm not okay with the way that the world is today. There's so much pain and and so much division. I felt as though we had to we had to take a stand, and and somebody had to step up and say, "There's a better way." Um, Casey. And I felt like that that was why I was able to Shut walk up, out of this house with my head held high. Kaser, that is exactly why the public voted you back in. Oh my 15 God. <laughs> Julie, stop it. Just joking. I'm just joking. I also need, I, I just don't, I don't feel like Julie is really um, being accurately caught up with what's going on in the house. Like, I don't know who usually does of her. I know she says she watches the feeds. That's not true. Uh, but no, I don't, of course it's not true. I don't know whose job it is to catch her up on things, but I, I feel like the last couple of weeks have just been plainly obvious that Julie has no idea what's going on in there. Uh, one, because they have the same alliance that's outdated at this point that they show every single week up on the screen. But two, it seems like when Kaser made that speech, she was just like, what's happening? Uh, and then last week when Danny and Enzo both threw rogue votes, she was just like, what? Uh, like, what does Julie... What what are you doing? Uh, like just, I thought she was gonna interrupt him too. I'm like Julie, stop. <laughs> but first, let the man speak. He's the king of Big Brother. Janelle's the queen. Kaser's the king. Um, and that's the end of that. <laughs> like, can we just agree on that and move on with our lives? <sighs> I mean, maybe. Kaser still yeah. hasn't made jury. Uh, but. Oh, can I also still point out that I uh, am still the only one on this podcast? Well, if Daniel was here, I'd still be the only one that has not had a person from their team evicted yet. Can I just throw that out there? Who Who's on my team? I can't remember. You, the two that were evicted from your team, one is Kaser, because he was our, everyone's last pick because he was uh, going mayhem in that house. That was before the first safety suite competition. Uh, I actually have to go back pretty far to know who's on whose team. Cause, but, oh wait, no, that's not even my Twitter that I'm looking at trying to. Yeah, scroll that'd back be helpful into. if you actually looked on yours. <laughs> I was like, well, I really liked all of this account's Twitters. Um, yeah. Okay, so my team, the okay, the two that have gotten evicted from your team were Keisha and Kaser. Uh, mm. Daniel had Janelle and Nicole. I'm still, I'm still, I'm still going strong. You are. I mean, I look, I've got Grandpa Memphis, so <laughs> I feel like things are going well for me. <laughs> I've got I've got Tyler, Enzo, Christmas, and Memphis left. Yeah. Uh, <sighs> Enzo's in a good spot. Christmas is still in a good spot. I mean, you the people that are left on your team are all doing pretty solid, I would say. M Memphis is probably the lesser mm -hmm. of the solid people. See, I've got David, who's never going to win this game. Ian is in trouble. Nicole is clocked from every angle. Kevin is doing something, I'm sure. Bailey <laughs> is probably the strongest person on my team, but even she might be targeted this week. Uh, Did you see where Kevin was having... It was... Okay, so the night that the feeds were out for like eight hours because Jimmy John forgot to hit the button to turn it back on, supposedly. Um and that's only according to me. Yeah. <laughs> but um, when the feeds came back that following like morning-ish, and Kevin was having a talk with himself, us, whatever, you know how he does. Yeah. And uh, he was going over people from um, 
you know, the outliers group, the potential alliance, like formation and, and, and positives and negatives. And when he got to himself, he was like, and I'm probably the person that's going to drop the ball and mess it all up. And I was like, <laughs> accurate. <laughs> Good God, that's the most accurate thing that Kevin has said in the house this entire game. I was like. Wow. Well, the second most accurate thing he said is something that Ian just said previous. Uh, <laughs> but he still said it. So I guess technically that counts. Uh, J-Jobs just asked uh, Barrett, Roxy, who are your winner picks as of today? I mean, I, I look, I don't get into the whole, like, picking who I think or, or I'm not, like, really into the draft. But if... Now we're going to say who I think has a pretty good shot at winning the game. I I think Tyler may be able to pull it out. Or Enzo. I mean, Tyler's playing really well. He is. He's playing a good game. I think Tyler, Enzo, like, I, yeah, those would be my top two picks as of right now. It's not necessarily who I want to win. I'm just saying I think they're doing well. So, I mean, if Davon can make it through this week, it can, if she can get a safety and then maybe get a HOH this next week, I think she can, I think she could have a good shot too. Cause I think she's smart. If she does no game theory, she just can't win anything on this show. I don't understand. Right. I don't understand. I, she does I think, well on MTV. I think one of day or bay will go a little bit further but then again because uh, i always think when duos get split up one usually ends up going uh close to the end if not to the end uh of the game just because automatically when you kick off like a showmance or you clip off one of them the other one is known to just go a little bit further in the game and usually make it to at least have a chance of getting to the end uh, but with this season, it's like, okay, they're just, they're going after the duos, but it seems like they're just going to keep going back and forth one by one. Um, so I don't know. I really don't know. Like I could easily see if they're going to target Bailey, I could see them getting Bailey out and then just to save face or be like, okay, we'll get Davon out next and they'll actually do it because we just saw it with Janelle and Kaser, which is not what I'm used to seeing. So it's hard for me to predict, uh, if like one of Davon or Bailey gets clipped, then the other one's just going to be forgotten about. And then you know, shoot into the rest of the game. I don't know. I really don't know. I, I want to stick with my gut feeling and saying that Tyler and Enzo right now have a really good shot. Unfortunately, I think Cody's right in the mix as well. This is the season where the guys clearly uh, have held power for the first four weeks of the game or the first, yeah, the first four weeks of the game. And now Christmas is the first female to actually win a competition um, besides I mean, safety suite. She's in a good spot too, to be honest. Yeah. It just depends on how she handles this week. Yeah, this week's going to be, it's, what to see how she navigates. Yeah, it, it, it could make or break her for sure. But, you know, going up to this week, she had a pretty decent position in the game. Right. Uh, J-Jobs is. And I don't want to see any of them. J-Jobs is being my fact checker here. Uh, the exception, Jessica and Cody. Uh, to the whole showman's one of them gets clipped, the other one goes far. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but we've already determined that this season is much like either BB-19 or BB-16 in many, 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 many ways. Um, <laughs> but that's a great point as well. Uh, 
I just this this week I hope it gets a little bit more interesting than we think it's gonna be. Like I hope something exciting happens. I hope people talk. I hope fights happen, because there are there is a lot of distrust. In the, yeah, there, there's a lot of distrust between that slick six alliance already. That's not really an alliance anymore. Uh, the, what'd you call them? The, the, the greasy the greasy gang. The greasy gang. Yes. Right. But then again, even amongst the greasy gang, when you have Tyler and Enzo and Cody, I still think they would easily sell out Bay and Day if it meant that Danny or I'm sorry, if it meant that uh Christmas wasn't going to try to, you know, flip the script. But then again, I don't think Danny would even try that at this point. I I don't I mean, think Danny picked Bay and Day to go against each other in the HOH competition. No, I meant uh, Danny sniffing out something with Tyler and Enzo, uh, possibly uh, doing uh, trying, yeah. possibly trying to scheme against her last week. Um, I don't think she'll try anything with that. I think she'll probably stick to her guns with Bay and Day, and I'm sure yeah. Nicole will do the same uh, because Nicole can say all she wants that she's not going to target Devon, she's not going to put her up, uh, but she's gonna, she would for sure allow someone else to do that. Uh, at this point, well, in they'll the game. all allow somebody else to do the dirty work. That's why Memphis couldn't. I mean, not Memphis. Enzo couldn't, you know, make the decision this week. Enzo couldn't do it. Memphis couldn't do it. Uh, yeah, yeah, they don't want to make the move. They want somebody else to do it. But we're getting down to the point where, like, this is what I'm saying. Like, Christmas has a way different week than anybody. There, it, this, the pool of people that they think are expendable is far too small. It's going to be an interesting week to see how she navigates this. Right. Because now well, Christmas wins what? Christmas is inheriting an HOH uh, where there are cracks in the alliances now. Whereas when Memphis was HOH and when Enzo was HOH, those cracks really hadn't formed yet to the degree that they're at now with uh, these small factions kind of turning against each other. So... I, I, I don't know if Christmas is going to be the one to exploit that. I, I think she's very far from it. It just depends on who is she is actually going to listen to in the HOH room versus who uh, she's going to try to distance herself from. I don't see Christmas completely disregarding everything that everyone says and just being like, all right, I'm going to put two uh, floaters up. I'm going to put two people who are playing <laughs> the exact same game as me up on the block. Uh, but I... I don't know where her head's at. I really don't know 100% where her head lies and where her loyalties lie. If it's with Tyler and more so with Enzo, or if it's going to be more with Danny and Nicole, because that, depending on who she trusts the most, that's totally different options for who she wants to target. Uh, which makes me worried that there's going to be a compromise between those two groups and that Bailey and Davon are going to try to be targeted uh, in that mix, as opposed to two floaters or as opposed to uh, Danny even. I just don't see, I I really don't see Danny going on the block at all this week. I'm, even though I'm sure Tyler and Enzo are going to try to at least bring it up casually. Maybe not Enzo so mm -hmm. much, but Tyler. Tyler for sure. Tyler will. Yeah, I'm, um, okay, so where was that? Um, no, I can't find it. Somebody asked in chat, um, did we discuss Nicole feeling betrayed by Ian? We discussed a lot last night of Ian, you know, his, Ian's um, planned demise of Franny, but we haven't discussed today um, 
you know, Nicole finding, well, we touched on it briefly of Nicole finally being like, yeah, okay, we've got to take Ian out. Um, but we didn't really like truly discuss that. Franny has found out now that Ian is talking, you know, <laughs> mad talk, yo, about her. And that's it. And um, that's it. It's done. And that's it. That's done, yo. And so it, she's like utterly bewildered that he would dare speak ill of her. <laughs> like, that's so silly to me. Yeah, anyway. I don't know. But we did have that conversation where, uh, yeah, I already talked about it a little bit where Nicole was talking to Cody and Cody informed her about everything that Ian's saying. And obviously this isn't coming from Ian directly. This is Ian telling Kaser, Kaser telling Bay, Bay telling Cody, and then Cody telling Nicole. Uh, that line... <laughs> it was very indirect. <laughs> it was like right. a game of telephone. Right. And, but she did say, you know, she felt portrayed and she even uttered the phrase, Ian's gotta go. Uh, yeah, which is big for Franny because she's not wanted to get rid of him. <laughs> you like that, didn't you, Jobs, by Enzo impersonation? I just, like, I feel like doing it all the time. Like, I just feel like I can add so much to a conversation at any time, at any given point, not just on the podcast, in life, if I just throw in a lot of yo and that's it and it's done. It's done. Just throw that in. That's what it's I'm done. saying. That's what, that's what I'm saying, yo. They got to go. That's what I'm saying. They got to go. <laughs> it's so funny to me. I do like Enzo. I do. Like, he has a good social game. It's funny. Uh, and it's just, it. I don't understand if he truly believes that, like, he is willing to make big moves in this game or if he realizes how small of a move he made this week i really don't know i really don't get it oh i think he knows like enzo he's like he know he knows he was big talking and when it came down to it he's like no i can't do that because he's real um you gotta throw the hands wrong. yeah that's true um just because whenever it came down to it he he wouldn't do it, but he was like, no, I mean, we got to make that move like like two weeks, yo, like let somebody else do it. And then he said something like, man, being HOH is is like harder than I thought. I don't ever want to be HOH again. And, and that's it. That's it. <laughs> he is also at one point just like, we really messed up, yo. Like we made this big, we made this big alliance. You know, we had all these, we had all these numbers. Wasn't a good idea. Yo, we shouldn't have done that. <laughs> so funny to me he's always like what must it be like to just be around enzo just in life is it, it is it like that all the time or is the intensity because of the game because i feel like he's just like that in normal life that's just his vernacular i can't say it vernacular thank you <laughs> try it vernacular oh vernacular. you got it yeah sometimes there are words i can't say I believe me, I know this. I would never burglarize uh, Enzo's vernacular from him. Do you agree? Yeah, I definitely cannot say that word. What do you What do you agree about? I don't think he would steal it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna even attempt because I for the no. fans. 
<laughs> you guys, one time my, my alarm at my house went off and um, I was trying to talk to the alarm company and I, they asked me to read the, the, like a code on the thing and, and it, <laughs> I couldn't say the word. I could not. What I word? Not. What word could you not say? <laughs> And I kept trying, and I think they felt so sorry for me. <laughs> for the record, Roxy is cannot say burglary. I can't do it. <laughs> I can't do it. Uh, finally, after trying like 15-ish times, I finally just said, it says someone broke in. <laughs> I couldn't say it. Uh, oh, Lord. It was so embarrassing. It was so... And that... And until that happened, I didn't know I couldn't say that word because it's on my head. Like if I were to read it, it's perfect to say it out loud. It's like something, like the synapse is not firing. I can't do it. Uh, Whatever. Matthew and chat is ready for a house blow up this week. Do you Ugh. think there's any chance, any chance at all? I think there's always a chance. I'm not, I, I think there's always a chance. I mean, I'm, I really honestly would... Thank you, Jay Jobs. <laughs> Thank you for the help. Um, I think there's always a chance. I don't want to give up hope for it. And I really kind of wish, um, you know, like maybe some of the things that Kaser said or maybe some of the things that the wall yeller said or maybe some information that's, you know, it is going around right now. Maybe some things are going to come to a head, especially with, with um you know, what's going to happen this week as far as the safety comp and the, like, I want to see it. So I think we don't necessarily know it's a safety comp. It's a, it's a comp with powers, uh, involved. <laughs> I'm so glad that so many people in chat, like, like wondering, Iva says, um, you, you can't say doc documentary. That makes me, I mean, I'm, I'm sad that you can't say it, but it makes me happy that there are other people who can't s pronounce like seemingly normal, like everyday words. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, <laughs> I, I was trying to find uh, the, the clip of Julie talking about the Big Brother basement because I wanted to give more of like a... So it might not be safety. See, I told you my phone rang right at that time. Um, and I had to take that phone call, which okay. is why I was a little late getting here. So I didn't no. hear all of that. No. Okay. So the exact quote from Julie was the BB basement for the first time ever. One competition played completely in the dark will oh, award, David. will award three new game changing powers. Wait. So when you said that about David earlier, you didn't know that the competition was in the dark. Like actually, <laughs> no, I, didn't I thought you were just making a David reference because he lost no. the, in the dark cup. No, I didn't know. I, I'm telling you. I my totally phone thought that's rang. what you meant. <laughs> no, no. My phone, uh, Aiden, I pronounced that Earl. Is that not how you say that? Anyway, um, Earl. I can't believe that's not what you were talking about. No, it really and truly, something that you said made me think of that, though. But no, I had no idea because I missed it because I had to take that phone call right at the very end of the show. And um, 
Interesting. So according to this, one competition played completely in the dark. Uh, I guess everybody's going to get a chance. It's the it's the big black so box thing. So are they saying it's just one competition that they're going to play over three weeks? Or is it just one competition where three people are going to win a power in that competition? I don't, I'm you, confused. And it, so, has to be, it has to be used within the three weeks, maybe? I'd say, I'd, that's what I'm trying to figure out. Like, is, it, Interesting. is this the only week they're doing this? Or I assume this is just going to be a new, I just assumed it was going to be a new three week thing. But I don't know for sure anymore. But it, it seems hmm. like a weird... I don't know if they've ever had like the same competition where they all compete in the same day and three of them win powers coming out of it. I've ne I don't, we've never really seen that. Uh, so I don't know. I, I, that's why I don't want to assume that that's what she's talking about. But it says one competition, but I assume it's the same competition over three weeks. And that's what the three powers come from. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. But all I know is our, our least favorites are going to win all these powers and then they're finally going to try to make oh, a move I'm and sure. evict one of them. Or this is going to be the excuse as to why they shouldn't evict one of their own or backdoor someone because they think that they're going to have a secret power, Lawan style, mm -hmm. uh, and they're going to come back in the house or they're going to do something so they don't want to show their cards. This is why twists suck. Uh, <laughs> yeah, unless they help the people that you like and then they're fantastic. <laughs> But, you know, you know how it is. The double standards present themselves again. No, so back to, I think Ronnie was the one who said it. Back to that, I do, or actually, I don't think Ronnie said it. Somebody in chat um, was asking if we thought there was going to be a blow up this week. I do think that Matthew. all of the components for that are there. And I would like to see it. And I'm so it. sorry. It's Aiden's mom. Her name's Amanda. Uh, my apologies. She can't say Earl. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> my apologies. Real Medical Nectar says, I feel like everyone will play. There will be three powers hidden inside and they have a certain time amount of time to look for it. Hmm. Interesting. Could be it. There's, mm. there's, there's, there's something to this uh, in the dark element that we're not seeing. <laughs> um, well, I'm going to say it again now that I know. David is prepared for this. It's the only thing he's studied. <laughs> he's ready. It was the one competition he could reference back to coming into this mm -hmm. game. Uh, <laughs> David, I agree. you have been eliminated. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but do you, I, we never talked about this because uh, I didn't bring it up. But did I tell you how funny I thought David's, uh, <laughs> David evicting Kaser, or no, evicting Janelle was last week when he went in there? Mm -hmm. And she was like, mm -hmm. hi, David. Just how awkward he was. Like, he never, he, no. he gave off like extremely high rookie vibes. Like, <laughs> here's how it went well. Hi, David. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Please cast your vote to evict. I vote to evict Janelle. Shout out. The last week, no, he, he was. But, oh, go. but he said, shout out, mama. And then <laughs> <laughs> Wait, was he talking to Jackson's mama? I, 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 I sure hope not. Yes, mama, am I racist? Yes, honey, you are. No, so last week, you mean um, David was the robot, and this week it's Memphis. So David went in there, and he, he had the hanger in his shirt this week, or last yes, week. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, Real Medical Nectar says, like, the round trip um, envelopes. Okay, that could be. That makes perfect sense, remember? I do remember the round trip, uh, unfortunately, how it didn't yeah. how it didn't affect the game at all. Uh, but yeah. yes, I do remember it well. 
It could be that. It could be that there's just, yeah, three hidden things around the room. Uh, they have a certain amount of time to find it. Maybe they go in one at a time. And then the first three to find it are the ones that claim whatever it is. But the thing is, you risk people not finding anything. Uh, and that's Tyler's going to get the cloud power. I'm calling it now. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler, you have won the cloud power. This will keep you safe until final three. <laughs> At least, at least final three. Yeah, that's what's happening. <laughs> this will give you six jury votes. And when and when Tyler goes like when when during the competition when Tyler's looking for for whatever you know the secret envelope or whatever he's looking for, like when it's his turn, it's like going to be like lit up with neon backlighting behind it, flashing, <laughs> and he's going to be like. I don't see it, and all of the cameras are like turning, and you, and and all the lights are gonna be on. And then when he says he doesn't see it, they're all gonna <laughs> dim down, and they're gonna turn into a spotlight, and they're gonna point right in the direction of it. There's gonna be yeah. a golden outline, and <laughs> yeah, and miraculously, cloud power, <laughs> <laughs> and that's that, and that's it, yo, that's it, it's done, that's it. It's done, <laughs> yo, and that's it. <laughs> I'm not serious, people. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't. I don't know where to. I don't know where to transition from here. Uh, but tomorrow we are going to have the feeds down for I presume a, a long, long time once again, uh, as everyone competes in this Big Brother Basement comp. Um, assuming everyone competes in it, we still don't know the specifics on that. But I'm going to assume everyone's going to compete in it. We'll see if it's going to be a three-week thing or just a tomorrow thing. And if there's going to be the three powers inside in this one cup, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it all out tomorrow. As as well as, actually, we'll probably figure a lot of what we need to figure out in a couple hours or so when the feeds finally come back on. And we'll hear about who Christmas wants to target. And mm -hmm. um, we'll, we'll have more of an idea of what this week is going to be like. But other than that, uh, I don't know what else to expect necessarily. Uh, the fractions are here in this house. Um, and Matthew brought it up in chat and the fractions mm -hmm. are there enough for some sort of blow up. Uh, yeah. And there's like also like decimals and yeah, you know, multiplication. There's exactly. a lot of math. And there's lot. many, many exponents that we can dive into yeah. this week. A Please lot of, excuse my dear aunt Sally. Yeah. Parallelograms. Um, mm -hmm. we, yeah, we've got everything we need. I agree. Oh my God, my cats are fighting right now. I'm so nervous. Oh my gosh. Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe that's a little bit of foreshadowing for this week, uh, possibly. One can hope. One can hope. Uh, other than that, I don't know. I don't know what else to talk about. This episode was disappointing. <laughs> I mean, I hate Big Brother, and and that's it, yo. Right. That's it. That's it. Go. It's done. It's gotta go. They've they've yeah, gotta go. Done. Uh. <laughs> I really, I'm legitimately going to make a soundboard for Enzo. Like, <laughs> I, I, I hope you do. I hope you do. By this time next, uh, by this time next podcast, I feel like I am going to have, like, I just need one button for that's it. Yo, uh, that's what I'm saying. It's done. And is there anything and else? One for button for, yeah. One button for Daniel saying freaks. <laughs> <laughs> for when he's not here. Yes, of course. Yeah. How could I forget? Freaks. <laughs> what was it that daniel wanted he wanted us to say something on his behalf tonight 
Uh, and let me look back at our text messages from him. He did text. He said, um, well, please remind the viewers how much I hate Danny. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, he did say that. That is the only thing he said he wanted us to remind everyone. Well, but you like, he said, please remind the viewers how much I hate Danny Fricotto. Free, what? Fricotto. I don't know. <laughs> I think that's a the, a typo, but he said also, freak. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Daniel is so mad and sad. I wish that you guys were privy. Actually, I don't wish that you were privy to our text messages because you would hate us so much more than you already do. So, no. <laughs> Daniel kills me. He's so funny. Uh, should we, should we, um, uh, I don't know. Never mind. I was about to say, should we talk about this banner plane that may or may not exist or should we not? Uh <laughs> I mean, we talked about it a little bit. You can show the clip, but... I mean, Kevin straight up said that there, that there was a, a banner. He didn't say plane. He said banner. And some people have speculated because planes won't fly banners over there any longer. Some people have speculated that it's a drone. But he said that there was a banner that said Nicole F. is a liar. Okay. Uh, let me. I don't know. Hold on. I have to find... The clip of Kevin talking about this first before I show the other people. Dick retweeted it earlier, actually. Uh, I, I, okay, here we go. Cody and Nicole just bam and just call shenanigans, shenanigans, and just be like, I got spooked. You have right to. You don't have any ties to Nicole. But I would have to break my word with her. Because I told her, I made an agreement that she won't come for me, and I won't come for her. But I, but she, she put you. So you think she would just straight up lie? Hell yes. After the banner said she's a liar. Hell yes. Because what? You think? She said, do you think she just straight up lie, referring to Nicole, after the banner said she was a liar? Hmm. I mean, I guess he's saying, so if there was a banner that said Nicole is a liar, would she still lie or would she be trying like to, like, I'm not a liar. Like, right. would she be more truthful is what he's saying. But it sounds like he's like, he doesn't understand, <laughs> which also could be true. But, but. I don't know if there was really, that's speculation, really. I mean, that's all I know about it. Like, is he calling the banner the yeller? But then there's the footage in the backyard where they're clearly looking at something in the sky. And and then being called into a lockdown. Yeah. Yeah. But also, somebody who lives out there said that it had something to do with, um, like there was somebody like with one of those jetpacks on, not by the house. That would be hilarious <laughs> if that happened. Like Nicole is a liar. <laughs> yeah, they crash land into the backyard, and then Julie's like, "And we have a new house guest." <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 part of the twist. It's uh, you're getting mooched. It's all it's a, you're you're all mooched. <laughs> yeah, yeah th- and that's how that happened. No, like somebody said that they're like doing some sort of 
testing with like one of those somewhere and that's what they were looking at i don't think that's true i don't but, i don't think that's know. true either because tyler's angle of where he's looking is like straight up the sky like i don't uh, yeah let me just play that video it's this is from bb pissed on twitter uh, and their caption just says, first you see Tyler and David looking up at the sky. You hear joking about a rat, but at the 55 second mark, Tyler is clearly looking up at something with a smirk on his face and then feeds cut. Um, and then when the, when the feeds return for a few seconds, Tyler and David are not in the room. I'm not sure what they mean by the room, uh, but I'll just play that clip because it's the, it's the best thing you can see at the moment. So like Harry Potter Danny's owls. tripping upstairs. They got Harry Potter owls coming. <laughs> 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 Look at that. Oh my god. It's only week four. It's gonna get worse. <laughs> Alright, here goes Tyler's look. <laughs> Not like literally, but... Yeah, literally. What? <laughs> I don't think there's really much to that. I <laughs> it, it, Okay, look, in chat, listen. Terry said there was someone flying around in a jetpack reported near LAX. But right that look at Tyler the angle of Tyler's face. Do you think he could see someone flying in a jetpack right there? Or he I would mean, if they said it would be far off. I don't know, but I'm just saying <laughs> I did see that on Twitter and I was like I mean, I didn't think it made a lot of sense either, but I was like, we just, we don't have any confirmation other than what Kevin said <laughs> and Tyler gazing longingly at, this is Tyler thinking, I really hope I get a cloud power soon. That's what he's thinking. He's just looking at the clouds that, and remembering that's it, that's his, it, yeah. his cloud power. He's like, you know what these clouds remind me of? Uh, <laughs> when I got safety all those weeks. For 30 Eight weeks. I got the Paul power <laughs> is what I yes. got. I, no, I don't really think that's anything. The more I look at it, the more it just looks like Tyler is engaged in a conversation and actively just kind of like looking up at, I don't think he's really seeing anything. I don't know. I Maybe the lockdown has something mm. to do with uh, the jetpack and that the Tyler looking up was just a coincidence in the timing of it. Um, Who knows? Well, Ronnie Porter in chat says that the person was like 3,000 feet. So like... But what, why would Tyler not immediately say something about seeing a man on a jetpack in the sky if he saw someone with a jetpack in the sky? I mean, I think I would. Would you not say, if you saw someone with a jetpack 3,000 feet in the air, would you not be like, hey, there's a person with a jetpack 3,000 feet in the air? Would you not say something immediately? reporting it to the control power? A <laughs> Is that the face you would make whenever, if you saw someone three thousand feet in the Maybe sky? Maybe if it, if you're so far away that you're like, wait, what is that? I don't know. I, I look, I don't know. <laughs> now, like if you ask me if Daniel would say something, yeah, Daniel would be like, oh my god, look, look at that freak up there, freak, freak, freak. <laughs> oh my god, queen. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel would, but Tyler is less reactive than Daniel. <laughs> Tyler just made a final two with that jetpack guy. I don't know if anyone saw that. That look was the look of acknowledgement. They're going to the <laughs> yes, end together. Yes. That's what happened. That's clearly what happened. I don't know. 3,000 feet. Wow. That's terrifying, actually. You're wearing a backpack, <laughs> essentially, with, like, hand controls. Like, what? 
Mm -mm. This seems dangerous. <laughs> oh, Lord, I can't. Anyway, and that's all that happened this week in the Big Brother house. <laughs> Either way, that conversation we just had was meaningless in, <laughs> in, in large part. So Much like everything else we discussed. So. Exactly. Um, so other than that, I don't know what else to really go over other than we might see something happen this week, but most likely we'll have another <laughs> disappointing person. Um, but yeah. I say disappointing person, disappointing week. I don't know. I, I was going to say disappointing person in power, uh, but I, mean, I didn't finish my thing. sentence. It's the same thing. All right. Well, are you, you think there's anything else we need to go over or nothing else we need to go over? No, because we don't know anything because the feeds are down. Oh, true. <laughs> uh, well, with that, I think we should go ahead and give our islands in the stream uh, send off <laughs> to Kaser. Uh, for the fourth and most likely the last time uh, in the Big Brother house. So if you're no, okay with this that. this is his third. His fourth. Mm -mm. His third. His, his he played six, seven, and this season. He got evicted four times. Oh, well, that's true. That's what I meant. Okay. But yeah, third, third season, fourth fourth departure. Um, yes. But, so sorry. So I guess we can just go ahead and say that um, – I need I need the song to start before I can really jump into it. Uh, all right. Um, <laughs> it cracks me up every time. All right. Caser uh, will be sorely missed in this Big Brother house. He was the last person who I would probably say was going to shake things up uh, the most in this house from the beginning. We talked about his you know cries of war and his big one-liners and we thought maybe just maybe he could do something great in this house before it was uh before he had to make his better end but unfortunately no one wanted to listen to him and they took out his ride or die and we had to see Kaser get evicted for a fourth time and it was disappointing but he was amazing he went out with a bang and i think he made more of an impact than he will ever know just being in that house for four weeks um but with that uh this is the end of the show if you aren't subscribed to the channel, I encourage you to subscribe. We'll be back. I don't know when exactly we'll be back, but we'll be back to cover some live feed action if there is any to cover. Um, in the meantime, you can join our Facebook group. You can give a, a call to our voicemail hotline. Uh, you can follow us both on Twitter. I am at Spicy Barrett. Roxy is at Roxy underscore Hopman. Uh, you can catch us on Apple Podcasts or any other podcast platform. And with that, nothing else. Um, again, Christmas is the HOH. Kaser was evicted 10 to 0. Yes. And also, thank you, uh, Real Medical Nectar, for that Parks and Rec reference. I love it so much. And oh, I love yes. 5,000 candles in the wind send off. Or no, 10,000 candles. 5,000? 10,000. Uh, little Sebastian. You're 5,000. 5, I think it's 5,000. I can't remember. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, goodbye, everyone. Bye.